we're just interrupting you briefly to have a chat about the Enjoy an Album Patreon. Uh, we launched this recently. It's five or a month. And for that, you get two extra episodes per month. You also get, and you'll enjoy this, I'm sure, an ad-free experience. You can listen to the episodes without this advert that you're hearing right now, which is probably annoying. Never want to hear this again. Easily done. Yep. Uh, and no more Manscaped or other sponsorship adverts. You just get the episode. Um, you also get normal episodes 24 hours before everybody else. Um, if you can't wait for that, enjoy an album top-level banter. Uh, and also we've got lots of other, other exciting things planned for the Patreon, some long deep dives and other things. If you use Apple uh, Music or Apple Podcasts, um, or Pocket Cast, you can get a special RSS feed. So all of the podcasts, the Patreon and non-Patreon, go to a new place. Unfortunately, Spotify don't do that because they are dicks. Um, but yeah, sign up to the Patreon. Uh, also, more than anything else, is the best way to support the podcast. There's like 100 episodes now that are free. Uh, if you like us doing it, if you like listening to it, the best way to make sure that it continues for as long as you want to listen to it is to sign up. Uh, it's a five a month, or there will be a tier for ten a month if you are ultrasound. I think we'll call them the uh, ultra enjoying album ultras. I don't think I think that's unclear. <laughs> <laughs> uh, become an enjoying album ultra for five pounds a month, and you can be a slim cock bumblebee balls for ten yes. a month. Yes, easy done. Uh, the first two Patreon exclusive episodes are Robbie Williams sing when you're winning. And Iron Maiden, The Number of the Beast. Yes, they're both up, ready, waiting for you to listen. They'll stay there forever. So if you're listening to this in six months' time, uh, then there's you know an extra six months' worth of episodes. But those are the ones that are already up there as well. Um, so, yeah, sign up to the Patreon. Enjoy the pod. Keep listening to albums. And peace and love in the new millennium. That's mine. Yeah, I know. But I, I thought I'd try sake, saying man. it. Okay, right. Hey. Peace and love. No, you, you do it. You okay. Do it. Uh, like Patreon and love in the new millennium. <laughs> Hello, and welcome to the Enjoy an Album Podcast with Liam Worth and Chris from MacArthur Boyd. Boyd. Honk, 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 honk. Honk, 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 honk. Couple of gooses here. Yeah. Coming at you. Couple of untitled goose games. I meant to start this uh, this intro by going whoop, whoop, because that's what uh, that's what jugglers introduced each other to. If you're a oh, I wish you'd said this in the episode, it would have given me something else to hate. <laughs> <laughs> whoop, whoop. That's it's what... the sound of the beat. Yeah, but that's not their song. No, it's not their song. It's another person's song. No, they would go whoop whoop, and it's like that's how they say. Maybe we should come up with a way that enjoying album fans can recognize each other. You know, anytime you hear someone say "peace and love" in the new millennium, you know they are an ultra. Right, that's your thing, though, isn't it? I feel a bit excluded from that. That's like a CMB. You can say it if you want. No, I don't want to say it. I, I want something new that's for all of us. You've got your. Thing. Might be able to sense there's still a little bit of post episode tension um, because we argue quite a bit in this episode about the. Uh, Merits or lack thereof of the insane clown posse. Uh, do you like anything that's bad? What What do you mean? What does that mean? Stuff that's generally considered if, to be bad. Do you like anything that's like bad? Um, or are you completely mind brainwashed by the powers that be? No, no I, I think there probably is stuff that people don't like. That I'd I, say Metallica is bad. N- no. The classic albums are good, but yeah, a lot of the stuff's bad, but I love it. A lot of films that are bad. I like Jingle All The Way. Oh, no, I like Jingle All The Way. There you go. Trash culture. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Although um, it does have Phil Hartman in it, who's a legend. Often if I think 
something is bad and I don't like it. I know it's a hot take, but I don't like things that I think are bad. No, things that are generally considered to be bad. And the same way that people go, oh, Nando's, now, that's so overrated. I like Nando's. I like Nando's. Well, there you go. But you think it's overrated? Um, probably. So you're aware that there's a general consensus about things that doesn't necessarily affect the way no. you feel about it? I don't read like reviews... Of movies, for example, before I see the film, okay, oh. because I don't want to be influenced by that. Mm-hmm. So there's plenty of stuff that everyone thinks is good that I watch, and I go, I must be watching a different film, or I must be watching a different TV show. I'm watching The Bear. Have you seen that? It's a bear. Everybody's coming their pants about this show. I watched it. It is distinctly average. Okay, it's like uncut gems a wee bit. It's quite right. Scary or but stressful. It's not not as scary or stressful as good as Uncut Gems. Mm-hmm. Is Uncut Gems done kind of badly? Someone's watched Uncut Gems. And <laughs> that gone, sounds good. I like that. I just can't <laughs> see that. Or uh, Boiling Point, the the, the Stephen Graham one shot um, film on Netflix uh-huh. um, set in a restaurant, uh-huh. and it's all about the stresses of doing a restaurant. Is what the bear was trying to do, but better done. Okay, right. so like. You know, so you've seen things that are generally thought of as good and thought that they were bad. Yeah, but have I seen the opposite? It's hard to think of an example off the top of my head because in my head I don't see it as bad because obviously I see it as good. But yeah. I can have things in my head and go, "Do you know most people would say that's bad?" I like that. Yeah, I well, I'm I'm struggling to think of an example. I'm sure that there are though. You know, I don't agree with the consensus about everything. You know, there's there's things I don't like. We've been through quite a few. We went through the list, you know, and there's lots of things on there that everyone thinks is good that I don't like. So I know we're trying it's to think the opposite. Things that <laughs> I know we're trying to think of the opposite, but we're not. We haven't done a podcast about the top 500 worst albums of all time, and I've gone, oh, actually, that's good, you know. Uh-huh. So I don't know. I'll have to find. Yeah, look and say just a little bit. Yeah. Anyway, as you can tell, a stressful episode. <laughs> yeah, I had a blast this week listening to Saint Cloud Posse. Watching the show documentary on YouTube, I think you should watch that before you listen to this. I don't think you should. Work. I don't think you should spend any more time with the St. Cloud Posse than you need to. Thank uh, you for listening to enjoy an album. Yeah, and uh, if you don't enjoy an album, that's okay too. Okay, uh, but if you did, please leave a review on Apple Music or Spotify. I haven't said to do that in a while, but I've it, noticed that we've got more listeners than yet. The reviews very steady, forty-eight. <laughs> wow. So maybe you guys need to. Pick up the flack a little bit in terms of uh, reviewsville. If you maybe and you've... don't leave a four star as a joke. No, like no. so many people have done. And don't leave a one star sincerely because you love the Everly Brothers and you thought we weren't taking them <laughs> seriously <laughs> enough. Yeah, that meant the Isley Brothers. That's what you meant. And don't uh, hate the new direction of the podcast now that we've pivoted to video and then leave anything going. It used to be better when we did the list and now they just listen to stuff they like. Obviously not if we're doing this this week and Liam fucking wets his pants about the fucking moral panic at Satanist clown rap from Detroit in the 90s. Jesus Christ. Leave a fucking five star review or don't leave a review at all, you weasel. <laughs> anyway, thanks for listening, man. Great to have some ultras in the house. Big up. That's the new thing. <laughs> oh, God. That's, That's the new not thing. the new thing. Big up, but you have to really up. Big up. The enjoying it. That's the fucking racism police coming to pick you up. Ali G. <laughs> Jesus Christ in hell, man. The race- Check out my new catchphrase. The, uh, He's going big up. The, what the fuck's that? The racism police is just the police, by the way. That's <laughs> no, uh, a racist police. Yes. And, uh, kill the piggies, please. Okay. Uh, hey, enjoy the week, and uh, we'll see you next time. Enjoy. 
This episode of Enjoy the Album is brought to you by our friends at Manscaped, the number one products for below-the-belt grooming. Uh, fellas, if you need a little spruce up in your downstairs department, you can do no better than uh, getting some Manscaped products in your life. They sent us the kits out. We've showed them here before. We've used them. If you have ever had a little go at having a, a little tidy up downstairs with your razor, maybe, or your beard trimmer, you've more than likely had a little a little nip. You've maybe caught yourself. Your hurt. Johnson looks like fucking Freddie Voorhees' face. Who's that, that guy's name? Who's that? Fred Voorhees. Who is that? Jason. Jason Voorhees. <laughs> Your face looks like <laughs> Freddie Voorhees is when Freddie and Jason had a baby. Freddie yeah. Krueger. Freddie Krueger. Yeah. yeah. Shit. Uh, anyway. Your dick it, looks like Freddie Krueger's dick. If you're, if you don't want your penis to look like a horror character's penis unnamed, um, then yeah. then you got to use the right equipment. And the right equipment is your Manscaped lawnmower, okay? So you're getting uh, down with uh, 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 another person and uh, they take off your pants. What do you want them to see? Do you want them to see a big, bloody, hairy mess? Or do you want them to see a nice, smooth, sculpted, hey, this person takes care of themselves and it's hygienic. The, uh, the lawnmower plugs in, same charger as my phone. <laughs> Very handy. Yeah. You're on the train, charge it up. <laughs> Use that little thing on the train. Do you, uh... <laughs> Go to See the train See when it has bathroom? that sign that says um, only for phones and laptops. It's yeah. expressly so you don't charge your dick groomer. <laughs> yep. Um, also, Manscaped, uh, they have the uh, the nose hair trimmers. That's actually class, man. Obviously, all the dick shaving stuff's good as well, but yeah, man, my nose was a state and my ears mm. were a state. Did it now they look dynamite. Yes, they sure do. I've been thinking about your nose recently, and I think it does look it looks uh, much better. Uh, also, uh, they do the most comfortable boxes. I don't think I told you this, but after speaking about how comfortable the boxes were, my partner used the album code to buy some of the boxes for me for Christmas. So now I have like five different pairs of them. It's all I wear is the I'm manscaped boxes. Of that. Yeah, very very comfortable. They are the very comfy, actually. Mm-hmm. They are very comfy. Um, and it all comes in a nice sort of wash bag, nice leather wash bag. Um, my old wash bag, man, you know, this wash bag for ages. My old wash bag. <laughs> my old wash bag down in the docks. <laughs> Played bass for Iron Maiden in 1978. Uh, so if you want to support the podcast, one of the ways you can do it is get yourself some grooming gear. You get something out of it. Use the code ALBUM20. You get 20% off. That then supports us, uh, helps us with the sponsor. Uh, everyone is happy. Uh, least of all, your uh, two lovely nuts. Um, I believe you can use the product. And listen, I know we have a lot of ladies who listen. Mm-hmm. Um, and you're thinking, you know, I don't feel like you're advertising to me. Buy this for a guy. Buy it for your partner. Do you have any men in your life? The thing. <laughs> Sometimes men feel bad. You don't want to say, do you have any men in your life? But if you have a dad or a cousin that you're close with, or yeah. a, um, a brother partner mm. husband any friend any different relationship that you can think of maybe uh, you're close friends with a man who's on your swimming team and you think you could be more aerodynamic or um, <laughs> smoother for the swim yeah, yeah. maybe you're planning the tour de france <laughs> and uh you're worried that the pubic hair is going to slow down your cycling team you thought about that no longer album 20 thanks so much You're listening to Enjoy an Album, the podcast where two comedians listen to some of the greatest albums 
of all time. Family and friends don't always understand, but some albums you have to keep, if only to prove they actually exist. Yes, there truly are records called Elvis songs sung in Latin and background music for home movies. Both of them proudly reside in my collection where they were joined three years ago by the collected works of the insane clown posse. Imagine two goofballs from Detroit in circus jester makeup rapping inane songs about cannibalism and genitalia. Sure, the music was awful, the rapping cloddished, the macabre elements amateurish, but how could you not want dumb fun records like this in your home? Um, so that was the only thing resembling a blurb I could find uh, for this. I record. found a list of the greatest insane clown pussy albums ranked by the Williamette Express, which is what I can't. I don't know what that is, but mm-hmm. I'd imagine it's some kind of Michigan-based culture meg, right? Um, but they didn't even like this record, which is crazy because somebody, well, uh, producer Coben said, if you're looking for albums to talk about if you're looking for albums to talk about i got one for you son it's called insane clown pussy and it's it sounds like bum right i disagree with that i disagree with this jester david brown for entertainment magazine in 1997 mm. um yeah it's not a very nice blurb is it uh, how would you explain this record to i, I won't actually ask that because i know it's gonna be a negative response here's how i would say it no i'm gonna answer okay two frat boys Fat boys? Uh, frat oh. boys. Two fat frat boys. Uh, two fat frat boys. One of them's sitting. fat, one of them's not. Yeah, fat energy. Shaggy too dope is. Two frat boys um, rapping like children <laughs> about uh, trying to achieve gross out humor. Trying to achieve gross out humor? Achieving yeah. gross out humor. You know when South Park came out? This is the exact same time as South Park. Yeah. Attitude Era, WWF, mm-hmm. Car Crash TV. So like the criticism of, of South Park from people who had never watched it were like, isn't it just kids swearing? Mm-hmm. Which on its own, funny. It is funny, but it was a bit deeper than that. Almost one of the best satires, <laughs> like genuinely, yeah, yeah. South Park consistently like hit satirical heights that nowhere else really has been in the last few years anyway um this however is just kids swearing disagree i think there's a depth to this that dave brown isn't mentioning and that you're not mentioning yeah there's an absolute depth what was the first time you ever heard the insane clown person this week you can run i'd heard of them that's what i mean i I remember when when they hit the news because uh their group known as the juggalos were like legally classed as a, a gang Mm-hmm. Um, uh, that so I remember that, and I've seen you know they they kind of crop up on you see like uh, coverage of big juggalo events where they're all wearing like face paints. It's and, called the gathering of the juggalos. Yeah. Um. So an that, annual event, an annual festival. Mm-hmm. Um. Oh my my throat made a noise. That's normally your thing. It's usually my thing. Uh, excuse me. I'm drinking iron brew. Maybe maybe it's an iron brew noise. Um, so that's my awareness of the insane clown posse. Um, what, what, what did you know about them prior to this week? So this was Coben's suggestion, wasn't it? Is his fa- favorite, favorite band? Oh no, not even close. Favorite band. Coben's favorite band that he loves. He's got Coben a, has uh, the clown paint on. You can't see him. Yeah. He's not on camera. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And he's, he's inversed it. So it's not white face paint. It's black. He's blacked up. Coben has blacked up for the pod. Oh, fuck. Um, <laughs> He's he's gone full juggalo. 
Um, so, so were you a big fan of this? I, I tell you what, I'd never listened to them mm. properly mm. until this week. Right. Here's my history with the Insane Clown Posse. Yep. They are very much, just like you were saying, South Park, late 90s, trash culture, car crash TV, um, gross out humor. Jackass. Jackass. Oh, huge jackass. Yeah, that, that whole movement that I'm a big fan of. Mm. Um, they were actually really involved in wrestling. Same kind of audience at the time, Attitude Era, WWF. They were in WWF and the Attitude Era as part of a faction called the Oddities. But they were also in WCW where they were kind of compadres of Vampiro, um, who's a kind of vampiric Canadian wrestler who was uh, huge in Lucha Libre. Can I just say that when I was doing the research for this, when it got into wrestling stuff, I decided I'm not going to read a word of this. <laughs> I'm going to let Christopher take the reins on the wrestling front because it's pointless. Me reading all this, you know it all, you're going to tell me anyway. Yeah. So so they, they're wrestlers. They were wrestlers before they were No, rappers. they were backyard wrestlers. They were untrained, yeah. but they became famous through the music. I, I was a backyard wrestler. <laughs> were you? Wait, me and my friends had a little wrestling federation. Yeah, me too. My name was uh, The Tornado. Really? Yeah. That's interesting because the human Tornado, the wrestler who was in the film Natural Libre yeah. with Jack Black. Yeah, he got his idea from me. Okay. Did you also invent the spinning pimp slap? Well, my <laughs> finishing move was I would spin around and, and hit someone, yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's really cool. And my friend Patrick was Patrick the Tin Man. That's Wizard of Oz. <laughs> what was his Tin Man character? He's just really stiff. <laughs> He was like a stone cold rip off, but he uh. was called the Tin Man. <laughs> what? What do you mean he was a stone cold rip off? <laughs> well, that was how he acted and how he dressed. Stone Cold's a stone cold psychopathic killer. That's why he's stone cold. His you know what else is cold? Tin. <laughs> <laughs> it's not his main attribute, though, is it? <laughs> oh man, you seen that trained and assassin? He's like tin, and the tin is what? Oh no, the tin is. What's the Tin Man's negative thing in Oz? Is that, that he's stupid? Is that it? I he's thought, a, if I only had a brain. Yeah, he doesn't have a so, brain. Yeah. <laughs> it's not a great wrestler. <laughs> I'm a wrestler. Yeah. What's your thing? I have, no, shit. I have no brain. <laughs> <laughs> Although um, uh, they had a wrestler like that. His name was Ryback. That's uh, so a shout out for people who know who Ryback is. I, f I fucking love Ryback. Yeah. Feed me more. Feed me more. He was always hungry. <laughs> is that good <laughs> oh, what's your thing oh, I'm hungry yeah he, yeah he's a bad guy uh, so they were kind of in that then they started their own wrestling federation as ECW died the extreme championship wrestling in the early 2000s juggalo championship wrestling <laughs> um, and the thing did is did you watch that no 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 championship yeah <laughs> they, they then changed it to championship so they could put posters up around town. But um, they would have championship wrestling at the <laughs> gathering of the juggalo events. <laughs> Human Tornado was there. You're a big inspiration or uh, someone who ripped you off. Uh, also people like Sabu, Raven, you know, really respected, um, influential, hardcore wrestlers. Raven had a CBC show as well. That's so Raven. Yeah. Yeah. He was always, it was like a normal kind of black American family. And then this goth guy would just come in, <laughs> swinging a steel chair about, quoting Edgar Allan Poe. It was insane. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so they had Juggle Championship Wrestling, which I only heard about in like biographies of wrestlers. That I was like, wait, who is this? So they were involved in that. Also, they had a, a 
DVD that came out called Strangle Mania, where they imported hardcore barbed wire, exploding deathmatch, Japanese wrestling, Cactus Jack, mm. uh, Terry Funk. They had these wars in FMW, Frontier Martial Arts Wrestling, and then they imported them over, and then they would do kind of... Uh, what's that TV show called where the robots watch? Mystery Theater? Yeah, Mystery Science Theater. Mystery Science Theater 3000. They would do kind of... They had these two characters who were wrestling commentators, and they would... Um, do funny voiceovers for so it's actually really influential in getting that hardcore style uh, in America um, so I respect them from a wrestling point of view for sure um, <laughs> and a, a lot of the wrestlers you know wrestlers it's interesting that the carnival background of um, Insane Clown Posse you know there's a there's a term for wrestlers who they're called carnies because it started as a kind of sideshow attraction wrestling where people would show up and you would fix a match mm. to make a guy look beatable. You'd get a guy in who was a professional wrestler, carny style, and then you would challenge people in the crowd and they would see this guy struggle against that guy. Mm. They would pay money to, and then the guy was, it's like a pool shark. You know, yeah, he was yeah. hustling people. That's how wrestling started. And then beating people up. So um, it's interesting how kind of carnival culture comes through. It's something I'm interested in. Um, yeah, well, I mean, we'll, we'll get into the... <laughs> Glad I asked. Um, we'll, we'll get into the, the carnival uh, so motifs. The, the other time that I heard of these guys was a couple of years ago. I'd never heard their music. I'd only seen their wrestling. And they're very well respected within wrestling. They always pay the acts. They never fuck anybody over. Um, are they really? Are they, do, do, are they quite well? Because I thought, so when I read a bit about the wrestling thing, which wasn't much, as I say, because I knew you would take the lead on that. Um, I guess I assumed that it was like... Not that serious. Do you know what I mean? Not that serious? Yeah. Like that it was a bit In terms like, of tone, it wasn't that serious. Like we just recorded the the Iron Maiden episode mm-hmm. and they, one of them, they released like a beer thing. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Trooper. Yeah. And like, you know, I'm sure it's like a fine beer or whatever, but it's not like. You're buying it for the label. That's it. It's like Aren't you buying extra, most craft beer for the label? It's just an extra though. fun branding thing. Mm-hmm. Whereas this sounds like, you no, know, the wrestling is like a big part of it. It was a similar demographic, young mm. suburban white males who feel like outcasts. You know, mm. this is, you probably like wrestling if you like clownish rap metal, you know? Mm. So uh, another way I heard of them for the first time was when they brought that song Magnets out. I remember, have you ever heard that? Mm. They're in white suits. This was like a viral thing. Mm. This song, this was like after the commercial peak. And they came out with this song. They were like, "Motherfucking magnets! How the fuck do they work? Oh, yeah. Scientists always lying yes. and telling me shit." You yeah, know, yeah. And it was yeah, a kind of yeah. angry song about the miracles of the universe. Being like, like all the beautiful things, like a butterfly. Do you know there's a beautiful thing about um, Shaggy Two Dope, where, and this is one of the things that made me love him. When he was a teenager, mm. he captured the butterfly in a jar, and he forgot to put holes. And the lid mm-hmm. came back the next day and the butterfly was dead. And now every single creative project he's ever done has been dedicated to the butterfly. Well, that's, that's so stupid. Um, we should, How is that stupid? That's beautiful. We should we should introduce him. You've said one of his names, Shaggy 2 Dope. Shaggy 2 Dope and Violent J. Which, do you think is a reference to Silent J? Um, well, which one? When was Silent J around? Silent Bob. J and Silent Bob. Yeah. So is Violent J a reference to those two combined? Well, when did that come out? James Clerks Mark? came out in 1990, 20th anniversary was in 1994, I think. Yeah, so this, I think they and their names predate that. 
Wait, it would have been the 10th anniversary in 2003. Yeah, I th- I, anyway, I don't think that's what it <laughs> is referencing. Know. It could be. Um, yeah, Violent J and Shaggy Too Dope mm-hmm. are the, the two main guys in Insane Clown Posse. They uh, weren't always Insane Clown Posse. They started as the Inner City Posse. Oh, yeah. Which is is uh is interesting because uh, the name of West Ham United's uh, <laughs> hooligan firm was the inner city firm. Just maybe saying. I should start a wrestling podcast and you should start a West Ham podcast. I don't think anybody because... would listen to either. <laughs> um, uh, they were known as the inner city posse when they were young lads. Uh, they, they you know they came they did come from like very hard backgrounds. Mm-hmm. Um, in fact, well, let's just, we'll just, I mean, I'm going to talk about it. I might as well do the jingle. Secret Porsche. Oh, we we're doing a, a hip hop record. Can we do the hip hop one? Secret show. Secret Secret show. You do a fast and it feels like Nacho got no money. You got Dash Bro Secret show. So Violent J's dad left when he was young and uh, he stole all his mum's money. Right. Um, so uh, J, Violent's J and uh, Violent's mum um, were. <laughs> Stuck together. Uh, I don't think her name was Violent Mum. Well, she's Violent Jay's mum. She uh, was worked as a janitor at a school. No posho. They had to rely on food drives, which is like, it's like a food bank, isn't it? It's I think like in America they don't have food banks. They have food stamps. But food drives was in addition to food stamps, I think. So it's like something that to your high school is like, bring a, bring a can to... Anyway, mm-hmm. they had to rely on those things to, to get food and they had to... They were called rummage sales um, to get clothes. America's a nightmare. So and we're following in the footsteps in this field state of a country. Yeah, yeah. Um, he left school and joined the inner city posse gang and they would terrorise locals with tear gas and steel car radios mm-hmm. oh this is what i remember saying that i had a funny story about my dad that I wanted to talk about. <laughs> this is it. you know your cousin's violent jane <laughs> i used to buy him beer no i remember i used to buy him fago when my dad got his um my, da- oh, my dad came home once and he, when he was at the post office uh working as a postman, Charles Bukowski, your heart out. And uh, he shot 15 people. No. Um, <laughs> he. Uh, I remember your dad shot up that school. That was crazy. He was on, a, he went postal. Um, yeah. He he, um, he was on, on his walk, you know, his, his delivery route. And he came back to his car and it had been broken into and his stereo had been nicked. Mm-hmm. But more infuriating to him was that his lunch sandwich... <laughs> Had been stolen, and he, I don't care about the stereo. I could get another stereo, but I was fucking hungry. <laughs> I want my fucking sandwich. I, I'm not I'm gonna make an oracle buy a fucking sandwich. I'm fucking starving. I mean, you can buy sandwiches. Though. Well, yes, you can. Yeah. Completely unnecessary thing to be mad about. Anyway, um, remember my mum's car got burnt down at Easter House train station. It got burnt down. Yeah, some boys set it on fire. Yeah, but yeah, it's crazy, isn't it? I mean, you used to get burned out cars all, all around Dagnum. I've never heard it described as burned down, though. It sounds like no, a building. Um, what would you say? Some people set fire to a car. Yeah, burned out. Yeah. I mean, burned out cars, they don't just start burned out. They have to burn. Oh, sure. <laughs> Initially. Sure. And I guess they do burn down a bit. And the real thing. I don't know if she was upset. She'd probably upset because, like, it was, it was very expensive to get a new car and stuff. I don't know about the insurance at the time, but... <laughs> Uh, I just remember being sad. Was there a sandwich in the back? No, what happened was, what's the thing called above the boot? Like, do you know that thing that, like, at the top of a boot? 
Right. Do you know in the back of a car? Yeah. And like you got the window here and mm-hmm. then there's like a little shelf. Yeah. We had a good... The boot shelf. I don't think it's called the boot shelf. I mean, do you drive? I don't drive. Well, me neither. Yeah. <laughs> What's that called at the back of a car? Why are you asking me again? I've just improvised boot shelf. Right. So on the boot shelf from Halfords, and I remember buying this, we got, do you know how Sean the Sheep, before Sean the Sheep, he was just the sheep from Wilson Gromit? Mm-hmm. We had him. Right. With his little jumper on from the version of Wilson Gromit where he becomes like a knitting person. Yeah. And I just remember picturing that wee sheep. On fire. On fire. Burned out. That's fucked up. Yeah. But that sheep burned down. Yeah. No fun. No fun at all. Well, that's the sort of fun that Violent J <laughs> used to have. Yeah. That's the sort of thing he used to do for <clears throat> kicks. Um, Shaggy Too Dope. Not much information about him or no. his background, but similar. He joined the inner city posse with Violent J. There was a third one as well um, who is now dead. Mm. R.I.P. to a legend. Um, yeah, they... Uh, Down with a clown till they're in the ground, that's what I say. They started, they were releasing like sort of gangster rap uh, tracks and performing at local nightclubs and it wasn't going very well for them. They were losing money. Um, it was costing them more money to, you know, almost like this podcast. Um, <laughs> they were, it was costing them more than they were bringing in. Uh, Let's not have our brand be financial failure. Yeah, okay. like the, the less association we can have with the insane clown posse, the better. No, well, I don't mean that. Um, so there was this other rapper around called Eshan. Akbar? <laughs> no. <laughs> um, <laughs> not him, uh, who had sort of developed what he called the kind of horrorcore. Horrorcore. Where he would rap a lot about Satan. Mm-hmm. Scary. It was the aesthetics of heavy metal music, but with the sound of hip hop. Yeah, and uh, basically they thought we're not doing very well because we're doing gangster rap, and everybody's doing gangster rap. We should do what Eshan is doing. Let's steal that. I had the same thing when I seen him doing stand up about being a Muslim. I was like, I should do that, man, you know. <laughs> and then uh, turns out you have to be a Muslim for that to work. Uh, for, otherwise, the woke millennials will spit out their avocado milkshakes. My two-hander with Jim Davidson has been picketed <laughs> simply because I refuse to stop telling jokes about Islam. Um, and, That's not true. And uh, no, tickets are on sale. Um, <laughs> <laughs> can't say anything. They throw you in jail just for saying you're English. You can't say anything because you're drinking coffee. Yeah. Um, it's too hard to say things when you're drinking. Um <laughs> So yeah, they basically copied it and they said, we're just not going to say the word Satan and that's going to be the difference. Mm-hmm. Um, and then thus the insane clown posse, they changed it. They wanted to keep the ICP, inner city posse, mm-hmm. but they needed to change it a bit. And then uh, one of them had a nightmare about being chased by a clown. Um, we've all had that nightmare. Very similar to how uh, Iron Maiden came up with Number of the Beast. Yeah. 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 And how Black Sabbath came up with Black Sabbath. Lots of nightmares, uh, writing songs. Uh, and thus the insane clown posse was born uh they started to wear the clown makeup um they're they're weird looking motherfuckers aren't they the the clown makeup and the dreads well do you know there's like an precedent within detroit rock culture for the the face paint you know you got like kiss are from detroit alice cooper from detroit alice cooper does the intro speech at the start of this yeah um so there's a there's a through line if you look for it i like to think in saint clown policy as a reaction to Mm. motown you know, because Motown, Christ. 
what Motown was this kind of factory made, um, mm -hmm. like from the peak of Detroit when it was a automobile factory town. M Motor you know? town, yeah. Then, when the auto industry in America failed, thanks Reagan, uh, and Thatcher, <laughs> that was over here. Thanks, Bracco Bungler. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Is that your new thing? Call him that? Did yeah. you, is that a thing? Do people say that? Yeah, that the, well, the, the, the Chapo guys call him. Oh, okay. Under. Shout out to the Trapo Chap House. <laughs> the Trapo Chap House. Yes. And um, <laughs> that's, what that's what they're called. And um, so then, you know, Detroit and Michigan became a real downtown. It's like people go there for like post-apocalypse holidays. They just go, they, it's called like, po not poverty tourism, but like pretty much poverty tourism. Mm. And they go there just to be like, this place is fucked. And like, this is like, you know, this is then. So this is like real people who have been like destroyed, crushed by capitalism. Mm -hmm. And they're just in the wreckage going, I have nothing. Mm -hmm. I need to make something and make something myself. So that's like clown music about raping women. <laughs> that's what this is. <laughs> right, okay, that's one way of looking at it. That's when we're looking at it. There's so much of that. There's like, no raping. There's all. There's, there's a lot, lot of sexual there. assault. But there's no raping. I don't think across their uh, musical oeuvre. I'm not talking about the oeuvre. I'm talking about the great Malenko. <laughs> um, Malenko. Which was? Can I just tell you? By no, the way? I'm, I'm just going to finish what I was saying. Okay, um, do that. That, that. That's named after a wrestler. Um, <laughs> sure is. Great Malenko. Uh, they got the surname from Dean Malenko. Yeah. PWI. Well, I think I remember Dean Malenko, would I? If I really? What, what, Did you what? watch WCW? Oh, WWF in 2000. They came over as part of the Radicals faction with Eddie Guerrero, Perry Saturn. That's where I remember it from. That's about when I was watching. He was the Iceman. Oh, I don't remember that. Yeah. So he was an interesting thing with Dean Malenko. Don't know how interesting it'll be to you, but Pro Wrestling Illustrated, PWI. Every year they do the PWI 500 for the last 40 years where they rank wrestlers and they always done it according to kayfabe now kayfabe is mm -hmm. uh carney speak because you do the ex-nay on the isney type stuff mm -hmm. and uh kayfabe is carney speak for fake so you need to keep it kayfabe means keep it real mm -hmm. um but one year they decided let's not just have the person who's booked to win kayfabe be the number one so it kind of ranks your fake career let's have the actual best wrestler be ranked number one mm -hmm. and everybody thought dean malenko was absolutely fantastic wrestler he had, doesn't have a lot of personality, but he just made everything really crisp and powerful looking. And you believed it. They put him number one. Everybody was like, never do that again. It fucking sucks. That guy, how's that guy number one and Hulk Hogan's number five when Hulk Hogan's been world champion for the whole year? Insane. Anyway, they named, they liked his surname. They took the Malenko from Dean Malenko. They called it the Great Malenko, who's his character. The fourth card of the Dark Carnival lore. Right, yeah, let's not jump between not too jump much laws. Law, right, yeah, uh, yeah okay. I'm excited. Yeah, is uh, so, but the Dean Malenko, but, Dean Malenko's dad was called as a wrestler called the Great Malenko, was he not? Dean Malenko's father, mm -hmm. second generation wrestler, perhaps third generation. He was called the Great Boris Malenko, and I don't know if a commentator's mentioned that, and they've picked it up on WCW Nitro, and then they've you know. Uh, subconsciously they've taken the great malign coin of their brain i would imagine so but isn't life just full of these beautiful coincidences where sometimes happenstance yeah so um conjures magic yeah so that's the, well, this is their third album this I think? is their fourth album fourth the fourth album. card and the six the initial six card deck of the so their whole carnival. thing is that um you know they're they're 
music is like the the, the giant multi-album concept of the music is from uh, the Carnival of Horrors. The Dark Carnival lore. Yep. Um, and each album is sort of based around a different fictional character and it's all tales of morality and... Um, but you know, once you look into what that means, it doesn't make much sense. It most does time. make a lot of sense, actually. Yeah, this is the great Malenko. Mm-hmm. Now, previously we had uh, what's the guy's name? The, the, the box guy. There's a Jack in the Box character, right? And life, according to that, I think that's the third one. Life, according to uh, the Jack in the Box character, is uh, Riddle Box. Riddle Box. Thank you very much. Juggle in the corner, Colby. I um, want to die. <laughs> So Riddle Box, life is all about winding up that jack-in-the-box and you don't know until you get to the afterlife whether or not it's going to be a good head or a bad head. Is that not just what life's like? (laughs) I think that says a lot about society. Uh... (laughs) So this character, the great Malenko, he's an illusionist. He's a... He's an illusionist, man. He's a neuromancer. Mm. He's a necromancer, but he doesn't bring bodies back to life. He brings minds back to life. So you might think you've lived your life, you've done bad things, and you're dead, and that's over and done with. The great Malenko will bring your mind back to life and make you witness unbelievable horrors for eternity. See, I think you've pitched a better, more interesting version of this than the album uh, This is all there. Do you not hear something like that? This is a six-album trip. We'd always like, oh, this album's good, but it's not really an album. A six-album sectology of morality where this the, the apocalypse has been conjured by these six different playing card characters and it's it, all warped. It's But it, you know what it is, though? It's like what... Uh, it's like a real basic, um, undeveloped version of, you know, a, lots of previous, you know carnival like what goosebumps i mean yes <laughs> but also the killing joke there's a lot of that in here no i don't think so what well, there is i is mean it? that's yeah that's the 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 joker and and all that this is music for people who have a sincere painting of the joker up in their bedroom you said that the other day you were like oh this is for people who share joker memes i would actually say this is for people who have the joker tattooed on their chest yeah but it's like the fucking uh, Heath Ledger Joker and the Jared Leto Joker and they're both jacking off <laughs> and the cum coming out both their cocks spells out fuck my life. Yeah. That's cool. Is it? Yes. I don't think it is. It's, it's, and listen, there is a kind of thing you go, oh, this You're is, fucking at it, by the I'm way. I'm not fucking at it. I think this is so cool, man. This is like... You don't think it's... No, okay, okay. But here's the thing. Here's the thing, okay? What all you've just said and if you're watching or listening and you've never heard any of the music... Then you might, I would forgive you for thinking, hey, that does sound a little bit interesting. That is interesting. Then put on the music and hear the way they scream. I don't beat women. Fuck that. I'm above it. But I'll cut her fucking neck and think nothing of it. It's shocking. I like transgressive art, you mm. know, horror films and stuff like that. Sure. Right? It's not, I like American Psycho, you know? I'm not saying that's my favourite book, that's what life's like, I kill cunts, I want to kill cunts. I'm saying it's nice to dip your toe into transgression and go, sure. oh, it doesn't feel nice, but you get the rush. Right. Okay. I remember but, reading but, American but, Psycho on mm-hmm. Barcelonian public transport, mm-hmm. and I, even though everybody around me was Spanish, I was still like, I shouldn't be fucking reading this, man. 
There's a bit in American Psycho where they put a fucking tube up a woman and then they put a rat up the tube and it eats her alive inside out. I'm, I don't like that, but right. I like dipping my toe in oh, it. Okay, going, okay, but up. what we need to separate here is that just because something's shocking, it doesn't give it like intrinsic value. So something like American Psycho or, you know, you talk about a lot of those like um, bro film movies like Fight Club or anything like that or Clockwork Orange or stuff like that, stuff yeah. which has deliberately transgressive, shocking uh, imagery or violent yeah, things. Yeah, a woman but they are, raped and Absolutely, Orange, right? Yeah. But I'm not saying that you can't uh, look at those things without them being... I mean, that was Stanley Kubrick. It was still an amazing film. This music is bad. I, the don't, mus- think, I don't think it is that bad. It is poor. The rapping is bad rap <laughs> and it's bad metal. It's a bad- There's not a lot of metal on here. There's some rock music. They get Slash in to play guitar on a Hall of Illusions and that's quite cool. They get Steve Jones from the Sex Pistols to play guitar on Piggy Pie. Mm-hmm. There's a criticism of the American uh, police force. And, mm-hmm. um, Disney put this record out. Well, Disney. Well, they, they started to. Yeah. And then they shot the bed. Yeah. Because they heard about the, the, the furore over Disney putting this out because there was this movement from like social conservatives at the time in America where um, they were criticizing Disney a lot because A, they started having LGBT days. They weren't called that at the time, they're called gay days. Gay days. It still happens. It's the first Sunday in June, I believe, mm-hmm. in Disney parks is like a day where, you know, it's actually, it was organized outside of Disney. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, big pro LGBT day. If you are gay, go to Disney on this day, and you know, it's a big party. There's a golf day as well, where it's just golfs. A golf day at Disney. Yeah, really. Yeah, yeah. Chuck Lawson writes about it in his books. It's really cool. That sounds good. And then he goes. That's fun. Um, so there was that. Then there was also there was uh, a a guy got fired from Disney, um, but he, they didn't like get him to stop working on stuff, so he snuck in. If you look at the VHS cover of The Little Mermaid, there is a secret cock. One of the towers resembles very strongly mm. the human phallus. Yeah. Um, I've seen uh, that on Snopes. I've seen it on Snopes. True. Mm-hmm. Uh, Green. I used to read Snopes all the time. It's gone off. It's fell off Snopes. Snopes has fell off, man. I love that list of all the people who've died in Disneyland. <laughs> yeah, okay it's great you need to check it out a lot of people died there anyway there was all these crit- people criticizing them and they got a bit heat they all they were co-owners of this record label called hollywood records a subsidiary of disney media and then once this went out they made changes to it like piggy pie had more cop killing in it and then they went could you change one of the cops to a judge and they were like mm-hmm. uh fair enough um yeah the uh, li- Having Disney tell you to water down your cop-killing music um, to appease the um, Southern Baptist Church, <laughs> that's uh, that's rock and roll. No, you got to do it. You got to do it. You got to make money. If you're a poor guy for Detroit, your mum's a janitor, you're eating food, you're in gangs and shit, you know? Yeah. This yeah. is your one chance, man. Yeah. Do not miss your chance to blow. This opportunity comes once in a lifetime. You got to lose yourself. So what do you think about the fact that they did this song called, I think it's called The Unveiling? Not and on this record, and not on this record. Twenty the years into their record, career, man. they did a song um, that basically announced to all their fans, and we'll talk about the Juggalos soon. Um, that this whole time, everything they've written has actually been coded Christian messaging, and they are actually evangelical Christians. Makes total sense to me because it is so moral, isn't it? All these figures, the great Malenko, the illusionist. What was this Christ? If not an illusionist himself. John Ronson interviewed them about this and said... John um, Ronson. What's his voice? I'm... I'm, I'm 
John Ronson. I'm sat here. I'm sat here with uh, the insane clown posse. And I was wondering, when you wrote all these things about beating up women and hurting them in their sleep, were you actually saying, if you claim to be Christian, that these are bad things to do? That's a question he puts to them. And they go, huh? Sure. <laughs> and he goes, are you saying that you shouldn't do these things? And they go, no, no, no. They're just jokes. Those are just jokes. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> it's a flipped version of um, Christianity. He's, it's, here's, here's all the worst things you can do. Here's all the worst things you can say to women. Here's all the worst ways you can no, tell no, no, people. No, 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 You are putting words in their mouth no, now. No, it's they obvious. Were, they it's were, obvious. But, but, but do you the, think the skit where the guy phones up saying that he wants to kill himself and he goes, you should kill yourself. Do you think they sincerely mean that? No. No. That's not it's what I'm a saying. Joke. But it's it's ludicrous for them to, for you to claim that that's actually anything to do with their now sudden decided, deciding that they're Christian when they themselves couldn't bring themselves to say that. They just go, huh? They are too... Dummies. They are. This is like when people go, oh man, have you seen that Batman from the fucking 60s and he's so goofy in it? It's like, he was supposed to be goofy. They weren't trying to make a serious Batman and fucked it up. They wanted to make a goofy Batman and it was a joke. And you don't get the joke, no offense. You don't get the joke because you're an idiot. You know, I'm not saying you're an idiot. I'm saying you haven't thought about it enough like an idiot would. So, so you, so hang on. So, across all of the, so we've, we've did some research just before this to try and find, uh, you know, a, a glowing blurb. For uh for this uh album, we failed. It was universally critically panned by everybody. I uh, looked up what is the best insane cloud post album, and this is what came up. Yeah, it's a low bar because they're all bad. Okay, <laughs> none of them are good. Nobody thinks they're good. Are you telling us that you have uh, a magical insight that no one else has managed to, uh, apart from Juggalos, who are by and large disenfranchised young white boys? Are you are, are you are you saying that you have more insight than? Anyone else who's reviewed it so far or any any other? I think there's a great bit in uh, one of the documentaries about them. It's called, listen, we've all heard of documentaries, haven't we? Mm. We've all heard of rockumentaries. You're fucking at it, man. We've all heard of mockumentaries? Have you ever heard of a shockumentary? This is called shockumentary and it's phenomenal. Um, what was the question again? <laughs> there is no question, okay? No, you were saying, oh, there's a bit where he goes... Everybody says we're shit. Most hated band in America. Mm-hmm. We're not on Lollapalooza. We're not on MTV. We're not on the radio. If you want this, come and find it and we're open. But we're not trying to get to anybody who isn't interested in us. This is just for people who want to dip their toe. I dipped my toe this week. I found a lot to love. I found a lot of creativity in the music. See the song, uh, The Nedding Game, where they do like a fake dating show. And the first verse is Shaggy Too Dope. <laughs> and the second verse is Violet J. And then they team up to do like a compete for this girl's affections with the most, you know, horrific language possible. There is a bit where he says, um, he goes to the girl's uh, house to have dinner with her family and he says, your titties are big for a 13-year-old. That that was fucked up. Very funny though. Did I laugh when I heard it? Yes, because it's outrageous. It's supposed to be outrageous. This isn't the way they really are. It's like wrestling. You know, Stone Cold Steve Austin doesn't really want, didn't really kill his boss or attack his boss with a bedpan when his elderly boss was in hospital, smashed a bedpan <laughs> over his head. That's not how he really feels. It's outsized, unreal characters that you can buy into. But but I don't think there's anything that these You don't got... think they're smart enough to to put in this double meaning? Correct. 
Right. So and, you think uh, because the- because and that is based on evidence. There is there is <laughs> nothing I could find anywhere, and this is the, everyone's problem with them that suggests they are anything other than doing all this at face value. That's not to There's say no that the jokes aren't jokes. Obviously, the jokes are jokes, mm-hmm. but they um, obviously they don't see anything wrong with a lot of this really horrific, misogynistic, violent imagery. The song, the, what's the song that they're doing? This the the, the they they have a song. What is a juggalo? Which Loved is it. basically instructions to their fans about how they should beat up people and 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 act like it's dickheads. Not and, true right, but then what's that quote about satire? The, the the satire has to have a meaning of purpose, otherwise, lest it be confused with what it's supposed to be satirizing. Right. So, like, if you are in a band and you are you know, on stage in front of 2,000 people who are idolising you and they're all drunk and you're throwing fucking, you know, shit American Fanta at them and you're so going... So this is you talk about, it's Fago. And you're going, oh, if you're a wannabe a juggalo, you should beat people up. Do you think all the kids there are going, hmm, yes, that's a good satirical thing about what we should... about capitalism. Here's a, here's, a, here's another thing that they say in that... You're if, addicted. If you want to be a juggalo, get butt naked, put a two-litre bottle of Fago between your butt cheeks... Mm. Tie a rope to your dick mm-hmm. and then jump off a building. Mm-hmm. You think that's sincere instructions as to how to be a juggler? No. They're making fun of people who don't understand the juggler subculture. Yeah. I They're mean, saying, here's what you think a juggler it's is. It's like 4chan humour though, isn't it? And it's like, it's that, that's the same thing that 4chan uh, like users would say about their whole white, white power um donald trump fandom is like oh you just don't you just don't get it like the the white power sign like we invented that as a joke but then it becomes that you know like i remember the first time i seen a juggle in real life i was in george square i was waiting on a train to get home i was at college mm-hmm. and i was in george square and i looked across george square and there was a statue in the middle and there was this guy ginger guy pale pale as milk off milk and on his chest he had the hatchet tattoo ginger skinny like a rake and he had this girl he was with a guy had his arm around this girl she was beautiful and i thought what the fuck's going on here man mm. he's a juggler i've heard about them on the internet losers and i was like what the fuck's going on man i judged that guy <sighs> now i see his value you're addicted to hot takes. I'm not addicted to hot takes. You, if you, you if are. You, so, you love this, to be a contrarian. You're, you I, you, look, you're fucking. You, you, you were at it with the Spice Girls saying it was a brilliant album. <laughs> you were at it with fucking Robbie Williams and the Patreon saying it was the fucking best Britpop album. You are. You have a problem. You have a hot take problem, and you need a fucking cold bath and a calm down because this is bad music. It is universally derided as bad music. It's bad hip hop. It's bad fucking rock metal. Whatever it is, it's about. There are so many better versions. Of it everywhere else. What's your favourite type of horror core? What's the better <laughs> version of this? I like Ishan, man. Ishan <laughs> <laughs> uh, Also, this album is platinum with over 1.7 million copies sold. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I, I oh don't trust the general public? Okay, yeah. Brexit was a good idea, wasn't it? <laughs> they voted for that, so that's great. If you look at where these boys come from, mm. not specifically this town, but Flint, Michigan, where the drinking water has been Are poisoned. they from Flint? No, but they're from Michigan. Right, so I okay. There's the played shows in Flint. Huge fan base there. This is... I, the, you, you're on it. You, oh, you're a huge fan base there. That's bollocks. They do. Where they have do. you got that from? I read You've made it. that up. No. <laughs> you fucking have. They mentioned playing a sold-out show in Flint. I'm just going to say this. Here's, to me, what, here's what struck me. See, when I was listening to the first... Michael Moore's a juggalo. 
See when the intro by Alice Cooper, another mm. shock rock legend, who didn't really want to cut women's heads off. He was just singing songs about it. But had the musical talent to back up the, the, the jokes. So in, the first, in the first song, it starts off, introduces the character, the great Malenko, the illusionist. Um, and there's like rednecks in a bar and they're like playing pool listening to country music. And it's like, come on down. And he's like, put something on the jukebox. Is, is this Piggy Pie? No. This they, is the they talk about rednecks fucking their sisters. Yes. That is not the song I'm talking about. But all through it, there's this anti-redneck thing. And it's like, this music is for poor white people who hate white power. Like, they hate the Confederate flag. They hate being a redneck. They don't like country music. They're disenfranchised. And this is a way of going, hey, you don't like all that fucking repressed shit where you can't have sex and you, you can't express yourself. And this is going... You know, there's another way of doing it. You can be a freak. You can join the carnival. Even if it's just for an hour, hour a year when you come to the shows. You can, like, celebrate who you are. You don't be ashamed of who you are. You don't, don't you pretend to be, like... Do you think there's much um, wiggle room for self-expression at the Juggalo shows beyond dressing as a all Juggalo show? All about self-expression. If you go to a gathering of the Juggalos, it's like burning men. It's like people with their tits out, people with their dicks out, painted, like, clowns doing disgusting acts to each other in public. It's horrific. Everybody's sticky because they're covered in Fago. I mean, it's all about self-expression. So Fago is the drink that um, they, they sang about a few times in some songs and were like, oh, we should drink this live on stage since we drink it. And then they... So here's what it is. If you're poor and you can't afford Coca-Cola, you can't afford Pepsi, you get the local own brand Pepsi soft drinks, which was called Fago. Iron Brew... You know, there was times growing up, I wouldn't have Iron Brew. I would have Highland Brew, mm. the inferior own brand. Or I would have Iron Brew from yeah. Morrison's. Yeah, I've had that. Hard times. Roller Cola. Roller Cola. Do you have, there's any Dagenham equivalent to like a shit local? Dagenham equivalent? Yeah. Yeah, there's Dagenham Brew. <laughs> there should be. My dad makes that in the bar. No, but we have bars. Do you not have like a local shit own brand cola? Um, there was, I, I think it was just Panda Pops or whatever, but you know, it's London, so everything's... Everything's good. Well, not everything's good, <laughs> but there are there are shit versions of stuff, but they uh -huh. are just more, you know, we didn't have like bars though. That's, yeah. that's a, a specifically Scottish thing. It's yeah. just, it's more the Americanized versions of stuff. Um, so yeah, so Fago apparently tastes like Fanta grape. Ooh, <sighs> mm. like Fanta grape. Tried it, didn't like it. Um, yeah. Um, so let's talk about the, 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 the Juggalos. They were... Uh, this the, is uh, the fan base. And to me, Juggalo, nothing more than a portmanteau of juggler and gigolo they're sexy circus people yeah they have been accused of uh it, it purposely sounding a bit like the word jigaboo which is a slur think, yeah i don't think that's a good i don't think that's true would have been a, I'm, I'm sure they've been accused of it yeah yeah okay and uh, uh they were um legally classed as a gang by the fbi oh you're on the side of the fbi now i'm just saying that's what they were accused of uh -huh. i'm not saying it's right in fact this is one of the few things that i agree with the icp on um <laughs> they sued the fbi and said it's outrageous that people who come in to enjoy a music show should feel like threatened that they're going to be followed or arrested or targeted purely for enjoying a certain type of music and that's really fucked up and that i was like yeah you're, you're right that is wrong mm -hmm. okay it's just a shame your music's terrible are you never going to listen to this again? I don't know. I really like some of it. Why would you um, listen to this one? There's six other cards to listen to. Like, yeah. 
I need to get the other the other cards, man. The Joker cards. Do you know what? I loved. What is this podcast about? It's about trying new types of music mm. and enjoying them. September 11th, that's what the podcast is about. Mostly it's about wrestling, <laughs> September 11th, and West Ham United, right? <laughs> that seems to be the point. Yeah. Just telling trivia about our interests <laughs> and then saying it's about music. I have always wanted to try these guys out. I went into it thinking this is going to be a daft laugh. I found so much richness, creativity. Um, like, I just dug it, man, you know? I, I just think any interesting bit is spoiled by the um, the shock value. You know what it reminds me of? It reminds me of that movie, a Serbian film. <laughs> what? In, which was made purely... There's no joy in that. That was torture porn. Sure, right? But it is shock value over anything else. And it mm-hmm. is shock first, everything else later. And I remember when I first watched it, I was living with a, a reviewer. Um, who was, he was actually studying reviewing at the time. And he was, he's a guy I used to live with. His name was Andy. He's a nice guy. I was good friends with him. But, you know, sometimes he'd get really into his, like he put his reviewer's hat on and try and do this real devil's advocate thing with everything. I'm sure that's very tight. Yeah. Yes. (laughs) Yeah, it is. Luckily, I don't have to deal with that anymore. And uh, we watched it. And it's a, if you've not seen it, it's an awful film. I the mean, worst things imaginable, incest. Yeah, and uh, and really like gory, like forced, you say. violent, bloody incest, torture porn. Yeah, there is a part where one guy fucks someone in the eye socket, mm-hmm. and like you know, it's this isn't like, oh, maybe that's what's happening. Like it's very like gratuitously visual. Mm-hmm. And we finished the film, and I said, "That's one of the worst things I've ever seen," and he said. Yeah, but what was going on at Serbian politics at the time? Yeah. And I was like, not I fucking. No, but maybe something bad. Sure, okay. But like... What do you think about that film, Salo? I haven't seen it. Let me finish. Just, if there is like moments of it that are interesting or born from an interesting background, that doesn't necessarily mean that it is good. And this is the perfect example of that. Everything you say about... There needed to be music for like a sort of forgotten white working class or whatever, mm-hmm. right? That's fine. But that does not automatically mean the music is good because it isn't. No, I'm not saying that's why it's good. I like it because it's daft, funny. Mm. And I like Do you think it's funny, really, Christopher? Look, you really got animal estimation if you actually found like parts of this funny. I thought it was really funny. We just talking about putting the big tool at a bottle of juice between his bum and being naked. That's fun. <laughs> 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 I think that's funny. Yeah. What do you think that was code for in terms of their actually everything is all about? So I think the song, What is a Juggalo, is them being like, everybody keeps asking us, what is a Juggalo? Here's what it is. Mm-hmm. And it's just a bunch of insane stuff that it couldn't possibly be. Mm-hmm. And there's a bit where he's like, you can call me a fat fucking loser and I'll call you your name. Because that is what the insane clown posse is all about. It's like, if you are an outsider, if you are a freak, if you are made to feel little by everybody in mainstream society, you can come over here. We are freaks. Nobody judges you here. Yeah, unless you're a woman. Unless you're a woman. (laughs) Oh, man. I need to show you this fucking unhinged YouTube comment of the week. This was for... (laughs) This was for... (laughs) This was for for the video of uh, House of Horrors, I think. 
No, it was for Piggy Pie, I believe. And then this girl's done a homemade um, Insane Clown Posse video that she's made from like 10 years ago. Right. And it's just her in a studio with the makeup on and she's singing mouthing along with the words. And it's like, she's a good little girl. Mm-hmm. Um, this guy seven years ago, Derek Miltimore. Um, Derek Miltimore from Baltimore? Yeah. This is here. This is our unhinged YouTube comment of the week. Derek says, "By no means am I into the juggalo lifestyle, but I must make give props when they are due. Your makeup is clean as hell, and you're hot, so it's all working. <laughs> you made me think of my old friend Alyssa, who was a juggalette, had the hots for that girl like no other. R.I.P. Alyssa, <laughs> miss you, girl." she was dead the second he said it I knew she was dead <laughs> a juggalette a juggalette so here's the thing this women is how, this is how I shit. no this is how I know that there is no broad appeal to women about this insane I've just done watch any footage watch any footage I've just done a week's worth of research on this band and it's the first time I've come across the word juggalette no okay? way man if you watch any documentaries there's women all over the place um it's honestly it's bad music the rapping is not even good it's funny right is the rapping good yeah is it it's funny do you think no that's different is is it good rapping uh may i interject um as a as a lifelong rap fan um no thank you cobin Uh, technically technically speaking no yeah is it entertaining at times uh, sometimes. Thank yeah. you very much, Corbin. And I'll tell you what, this record, this podcast isn't good music finder. What do you mean? I'm not here to find good music. That's exactly what you're here I'm for. I'm here to enjoy an album. I enjoyed an album. Okay. You didn't. I fucking done my job this week. I don't know what you've been up to. <laughs> Try to find things to enjoy. I, uh, you can either walk around going, oh, I don't like bad stuff. Man, you know, I liked it. Let's see some tattoos. Ah, with two guys reviewing tattoos. We're gonna Google him and searching and we'll choose if it's tattoo woohoo or tattoo boohoo. We're judging the ink, yeah, that's what we do. Do do the full sleeve or face tats, mix girl or wing bat. You pick the design, is it bad or just fine? Or dragon or a skull, pretentious or tall. You will not hide and we will decide if it's tattoo woohoo or tattoo boohoo, yeah. All right, so this is the main two guys. Right, I'm, I'm begging audio listeners to come and have a look at these two. This these is them when they're a wee bit older. I couldn't really, this is good because I couldn't actually get this big on my computer. I think this is like, this is like a carnival. This is like the big wheel and this is a roller coaster. This is like a tentacle coming it up. It looks like a bird. It's not a bird. <laughs> <laughs> This is the one I really like though. This is like, Des- so on, his, it, on his knuckles, he has like the playing card suites. So it's like a club and a diamond and like, mm-hmm. you know, I dug it. And this is the kind of trademark. This is the one I saw on that guy's chest on George Square when I was 16. And I made all those judgments about that boy. A silhouette of a, of a juggalo. It looks yeah. like a sort of Pinocchio with his big long nose. No, you've seen it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I don't know what that's about. 
Anyway. Um, okay. What do you think about the, the haunted theme park? The, 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 the cool. silhouette of the haunted theme park reminds me of um, Monkey Island. Um, so Your favourite video game of all time? So, um, <laughs> uh, no, and I think I, I actually think that that is, I like the dark silhouette. It would be very easy if you were going to have some sort of carnival tattoo for go to go for really bright colours and to go for the silhouette of it. It's I quite actually, subtle. Yeah, well, yeah, <laughs> I mean... Do you know what? As far as someone wearing white and black face paint goes, uh, that this is as subtle as I think they're capable of. I'm going to give it a woohoo. Oh, oh yeah, it's a woohoo okay. from me. The next one, I couldn't find a lot of like close-ups of their tattoos, so I found a tattoo of like a fan. So this is uh, yeah. So we'll go to the next one. So this is a fan. Oh, for fuck's sake! <laughs> this is the worst tattoo we've ever looked at. Straight away. This is a fan who's had hash leaves tattooed on his face. But then he's also had the Juggalo face paint tattooed onto his head. You like the same music as this guy? Some of it. Yeah. Don't think this guy like Godspeed you Black Emperor. <laughs> <laughs> they don't put tattoos on my face anymore. Godspeed you Black face paint on this guy, man. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> lift, your, lift your funny snouts to heaven and smoke them like heaven. And here we go. Right. Uh, so if you can't see it, he has the Juggalo face paint on forever. And he has three hash leaves yeah tattooed one on his cheek two on his forehead yeah left the other side of his face free for other ideas um who knows guy's 54 found that out 54 years old yeah and he's pointing at it as if to say look at this this is cool isn't it we giving this a boohoo <laughs> or a woo this is the worst tattoo not only to have covered that i've ever seen face tattoos in general boohoo uh -huh. i've never seen a good face tattoo I like um, it. I'm going to give it a woohoo. No, come on to no, fuck. No, I'm kidding. It's a boohoo. He's, he's went too far. He's went too far. <laughs> um, it just, this is, you know what, it, uh, it just has made me realise, this is um, music for, um, do you remember, um, is it is it Badger and Skinny Pete from, from Breaking Bad? <laughs> Badger the, and Bodger? No, Badger and Skinny. One of them ate mashed potatoes at the time. Yeah, yeah. They would like, <laughs> ba bo Bodger and Badger. Bloody hell, Badger. La, 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 la. La 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 la, it's Badger and Badger. Um, yeah, no, uh, Badger and Badger, smash up your titties with an axe. This is music for people who have a YouTube playlist called Insane, uh, vape, insane <laughs> Vape Tricks. Um, and they watch the like vape cloud blowing tournament every year. Listen, I found beauty in it. I found beauty in it, and I don't know why you're not happy for me. Look, look, I mean, we're here to discuss music. I mean, it's fine if we disagree sometimes. This week, yeah. you happen to be wrong, and that's okay. Okay. Did you hear about the... Uh, no. I had that story about how uh, Eminem and them had a big feud. Well, yeah, we can talk about you that. You hear about that? Yeah, so... Um, so Well, we can summarise. Eminem was flyering before he'd really made it um, for an upcoming uh, gig, and he handed the flyer to one of the Insane Clown Posse, and they noticed that on it, it said... <laughs> Eminem featuring uh, also Insane Clown Posse, maybe. Yeah. And then they're like, what do you mean, Insane Clown Posse, maybe? We haven't agreed to be on your show. And he said, well, that's why I'm asking. That's why it says maybe. Mm -hmm. And they said, no, if you'd have asked us, maybe we would have. But now we're not going to. And that started a beef between the two of them, um, which uh, Eminem recorded a skit on the Marshall <laughs> Mathers LP, the Ken Kampf skit. And this is as as lazy and puerile as, uh, as Eminem gets, really. And... <laughs> 
uh, although probably considered high well, up. I think the, a lot the, of your uh, criticisms of the group could also be laid at the feet of Eminem, and yet he's kind of held up, not I, necessarily I by you, but popular culture by large, as some no, kind of hip-hop Elvis figure. Well, I, I agree that a lot of his stuff is lazy and misogynist. He is, however, <laughs> an incredible rapper, and that's the difference. He's more technically proficient. I don't think he's more creative. I think he has more ideas. Uh, come on, no, I would disagree with that as well. Right. These guys have one idea. The no, name. that's not true. There's <laughs> loads of ideas all over the place here. Yeah, yeah. There's uh, there's uh, the carnival idea. I honestly idea, was so impressed by the, the fact theme that park idea. The dating game sketch that was so cool. <laughs> anyway, and hallelujah. Let me finish. Um, okay, the uh, have you heard the skit on the Marshall Mathers LP? No. Oh God Almighty! What's it, it do? It's basically it's just blowjob noises. <laughs> It's just yeah, it's that. <laughs> get that guck guck guck. Got guck completion. And uh, <laughs> um and the 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 person like who's being sucked off is a character <laughs> that Eminem has called uh Ken Kampf. And I think Ken Kampf's character is basically a gay man. That's <laughs> it. Um and he's being sucked off and uh he's saying Oh, oh, thank you. Yeah, suck my dick, Violent J. Yeah, Shaggy Too Dope, suck my dick. And then um, and then he says, oh, say my name. And instead of saying Ken Kampf, they say Eminem. Mm. Skits in general. ICP um, recruited Detroit rap group Twisted, and they released a diss towards Slim, mm. the infamous Slim Anus. <laughs> they really got him. Slim Anus. <laughs> very funny if you could if if your best you can come up with <laughs> is slim anus i think that really says everything you need to know about their uh, uh, their ability with words i liked it i like listening to it for a week um yeah that's not the same as thinking it's actually good though we're not doing that that's not what the podcast is anyway um every week we put two records on the playlist yeah two songs from the record and then two songs inspired by our conversation yeah and we've spoken about so much today mm -hmm. i'm sure you'll find something to stick on the playlist that isn't the cockney rejects so uh bear that in mind what are you going to put on from the album um doesn't sound like you enjoyed a lot of i would like to veto this week i don't want to add anything from this album onto the playlist because i think it's all bad i don't want to it's like and i wish i thought of the idea of vetoing before because still every time i'm listening to the playlist and john mayer comes on i press skip and i'm like what's the point adding another song that i'm just gonna skip maybe we can do an extra thing for the patreons which is us going through the playlist and pruning certain roses of their thorns maybe if i had to put something on it would be hocus pocus but th 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 this is what annoys me about you don't have to put it on if you put on two bonus tracks. I tried to do that once and you didn't let me. Well, let let me explain. Let me talk about Hocus there. Pocus, okay? Because that's that has what looks like it's going to be an interesting because it's like them rapping over that, which you know is quite Eminemish actually. Um, it's interesting, but then their voices and the the noises they make, the laughing is so fucking irritating to listen to, and that is. ICP summed up any good idea ruined by their own foolishness and personalities. I'm going to put on Hall of Illusions featuring the guitarist from Guns N' Roses. Slash. Yeah. Very, very cool. It's about the idea of uh, let's take a walk down the hallway. It takes all day. Fucking dolly. Mm. And it's about like walking through 
your whole life is walking through this hall of mirrors full of illusions and you get to the chair at the end of it you're strapped in and they show you you think you because you're dead you don't need to see the rest of your life they show you what happens to your kids and first they show you them going to college having kids being doctors and then they go it's just another fucking illusion and it shows you you your son and your daughter are doing crack and sucking each other off selling each other crack funny as fuck because you're a bad bastard just like his dad who left disgraceful my second song is uh it's gonna be another song called hocus pocus by the band focus it's already on the playlist is it really yeah fuck's sake i keep doing I only know five songs. Yeah, you only know five songs. Uh, I nearly put on for the Iron Maiden episode uh, another new wave of British heavy metal track called Blitzkrieg by Blitzkrieg, which that's is already, also... It's already on the playlist. We only know five songs. Oh, shit. Yeah. Um, in that case, maybe I'll put on uh, an Eminem song from the Marshall Mathers. Mark Jennings's Bagsy, the Marshall Mathers EP. <laughs> so that'll be on the playlist at some point as well. Okay, I'll put on... Uh, is it? What's the Eminem and Aerosmith song? Uh, uh, dream on uh, <laughs> Yes Dream on Hey Two Detroit classic groups Why not Yeah Can't wait to do Aerosmith Absolutely Get my brother on That's yeah. Sing for the Moment Sing, sing for, for the Moment I can't believe you think That's better than this man I, um, I, I don't I was panicking And uh, I is, had to choose something Don't tap me Stop touching me oh. Is um, Poison By Alice Cooper on it yet I think so Yeah <laughs> Is Detroit Rock City By Kiss on it yet uh, there's a Kiss song on there, but I can't remember. It's probably Strutter. Mm. I might just put two for the record. That would be good. Would improve the playlist. <laughs> I'm going to put uh, Yonkers. You're so at it. You're so at it. Yonkers, Yonkers by, Tyler, the by Dizzy Rascal. No. Yonkers by Tyler the Creator. That's a kind of modern. Is Yonkers not horror in New York? Yeah. Okay. The theme isn't Detroit. Okay. All right. So that was a kind of modern horrorcore sound. And right. uh, I think it's a lot better than this um, in terms of musical creativity and also his performance is a lot better. He's a more talented rapper. He eats a cockroach and hangs himself. Do you know what video. I'm going to put on? What? Immortal Technique. Uh-huh. Dance with the Devil. Oh, oh sorry. Corbin just came in his pants. It's Corbin. Um, <laughs> Corbin just came in his pants. Yeah. Oh, no, no, that wasn't it. That wasn't a good one. I was like, oh, that's... You think you think one of these ones is going to mess up the vibe of the playlist? Yeah, but that is that it, "Dance with the Devil" by Mortal Technique does what these guys are trying to do oh. so much better. Yeah, it is yeah. dark horror storytelling, really fucked up. Oh. It, it has the misogynistic language, it has the violent imagery, but it is done. It is wrapped really well as a hip hop fan, like yep. Immortal Technique, yeah. very well respected. Mm. Um, and it is what's the song? Ding 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 ding, ding 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 ding. Little ding. It's got that horror vibes to it. Mm-hmm. So that's what I'm gonna put on. Gareth War actually um, showed me that song once in a car journey on the way to Aberdeen. I was like, what the? Idris Elba, what the fuck? What the fuck? <laughs> Gareth War, who will be appearing on the podcast shortly. Um, but well, there we have it. Did you enjoy an album this week? No, no, I'd, uh, no, no, I didn't. Uh, I get like kick out. Wish I never. Oh, no, I think I'm glad I listened to it because now I have a new baseline for how much I can dislike something. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So you know, I've learned something. There's elements of it that I think were okay. Uh, like but, what? 
I, I like some of the some of the beats. Do you know what I mean? That they chose to rap the over. The guy who does the production is really good, I think. And I generally think the, I, Reed, the I think idea, the concept is, you know, I think I love okay. Lower. You know? I, I love lower. Yeah. I, I, uh, I just think, yeah, it's like fucking meth goosebumps and, uh, and, and, wait, there's much better things to. I've always wanted to try meth. And I've always loved the goosebumps. There's, there's much better things you can spend your time listening to. Um, thank you for listening. Um, what are we listening to next week? Do we know? No? Okay, next fine. week it's going to be Yoshimi Battles the Pink Robots by The Flaming Lips. Okay. Um, and if you want to talk about lore, then... I can't wait to get in some story time there, man. Sci-fi fucking Japanese end of world alien battle. Let's go. Um, thank you very much for listening. Uh, don't listen to the insane clown posse. Have yourself a wonderful week, and we'll see you next time. Peace and love in the new millennium. <laughs>